Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, good. All right, let's roll. Three, two, one. Sport, uh, folks, welcome to Chef Sports, brought to you by Anchor and Andy Day Rose. Thank you for joining me on this special, uh, let's say, midweek take. Hope you all had a nice Monday, and obviously today is Tuesday. Looking forward to Wednesday, halfway through the week, knock on wood. Uh, we have on the air again uh, my good friend, colleague, uh, Corey Clocker. Corey, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Pleasure to have you back. Uh, it was a great time recording down in uh, your house in Maryland. That was a fun weekend. Uh, Corey will be up here in a few weeks for uh, for the good old celebrations for New Year's. I'm sure we'll do a special bowl take. Um, today's show, the agenda is really going to be to talk about the championship games that occurred this weekend. Very exciting, of course. Um, our Heisman candidate. And obviously there was breaking news on the wire this morning from ESPN and all of their major sports and news outlets that Urban Meyer from Ohio State has officially actually not only resigned from uh, the team but is retiring from uh, football, um, which was not to me not a huge shock, but I think maybe to people it was more of a shock due to his retirement from the game in general um, because we thought that he would have maybe a lot more years left. But there may be more to that as time goes on. So we'll start off, Corey. Um, just give me your, your favorite win this weekend, maybe um, your most disappointing game for the championship, and then we'll do our Heisman pick. Sure. Uh, so, again, thanks for having me on the panel today. So I guess the most favorite win uh, this college football uh, championship weekend, I like the Oklahoma-Texas game. Um, you know, Red River, Red River rematch, Oklahoma won a revenge and both teams talking back and forth, and it was an entertaining game. Um, Their defense actually made some plays late in the game. You know, given crap, you know, they have some talented athletes on on the side of that side of the ball. So I'll defend them. I'll support them on the way to the championship. Uh, But I thought they played an overall uh, solid performance, deserving of the college football fourth spot in appearance. Uh, I know there's been some debate about it. Uh, some people want Georgia again. But I think a two-loss team to oversee a one-loss conference champion, uh, to me it's not quite there yet for me to accept yet. So it will one day, but I, I don't know. I think it's nice to see some different teams in the mix. So that was my favorite. Um, and then the most disappointing you know, this is kind of a, a different take. I'm gonna go Clemson Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh. You know, I know they're seven. They're seven and five going in. Really unexpected to get there, but I thought they gave Clemson more of a fight. Uh, this team kind of Clemson walked all over them. I'm still not buying Clemson's uh, the power of their team. I mean, I agree that they're you know top two or three team, but they haven't played much great teams. And yeah. Sure, you know they got it. They got that win, but it's kind of sketchy. The few calls that they got, um, and I, I agree. Trevor Lawrence is great, but Kelly Bryant, he's had leadership experience. So it'll be interesting to see how a Clemson team takes on Notre Dame uh, in that bowl matchup. Um, you know, it'll be it'll be a good test for them, and yeah. I hope that they can um, meet expectations that they're you know, set at. Because all the predictions going to Alabama-Clemson again. I don't think anyone wants to see that. So 
Right. That's, in my opinion, most disappointing uh, championship game, but looking forward to what December and January has to offer for the bowl games. Yeah, definitely. Great analysis. Uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty even. Um, I thought that the Oklahoma-Texas game was great. Obviously, I chose Oklahoma to win. Originally, I wanted Texas to, but I just knew Oklahoma was a little stronger of a team. But it really lived up to the hype. It was a great addition to the regular rivalry. I mean, I remember we texting each other. I was looking at the TV, and I was thinking, man, like, is Texas actually going to win? Uh, they looked great, you know, coming out of the game with the ball. I gave Sam Ellinger a lot of credit. I mean, he threw for about 349 yards, two touchdowns, only one pick. So they really hung in there. But obviously Oklahoma was wearing Texas down. Murray comes in, does his thing. Uh, he threw for about 379 yards, three TDs. Uh, he's really my Heisman candidate and winner. I had a few others in mind. But with that win, he really, uh, I think, marked himself as the, the winner of the Heisman Trophy this year. But, yeah, it was a great game. Um, you know, the big theme was really that, you know, uh, Oklahoma beat, they really went, I guess, unbeaten. I mean, obviously they lost to Texas, but they beat everyone on their schedule, including the team that they lost to um, earlier in the year, which is when I actually had Texas winning against Oklahoma, which was a pretty exciting game. So I thought it was a good, a good matchup, especially for that conference. I was very impressed. Always loud and exciting over at and It's a good venue. Um, yeah, again, my, biggest disappointment was the ACC championship. I mean, it really it really wasn't even a championship. I think it was a it was an embarrassment for the league. I've been talking to a lot of friends, people in sports. I mean, to have a Clemson team play Pitt and win 42 to 10, it was it wasn't even a walk, you know, it was a walk in the park for them. There was really no hype. Um, I don't know what the viewer rankings were, but I would guarantee that, you know, the only people that were really watching the game were those fans of both schools. Um, there really wasn't any hype by the ACC. I was really hoping it was going to be, you know, a Clemson-NC State, but obviously NC State really fell off the wagon. They had some losses to some teams they should have beaten. Um, Florida State had a terrible year. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, they won't be going to a bowl game which uh, snaps like a 36- or 35-year bowl game streak. So I think the ACC, you know, they're teams that do have the potential to play great, but it's really one of the weakest conferences. I would say it's the, it's, it's the East Coast version of the Pac-12, where there's only one or two dominant teams in the league. Uh, yep. I am excited for Mac Brown returning to North Carolina at Chapel Hill. He signed on, if you guys don't know. He's had some success over at UNC in the late 90s, so – I think that would do a lot of good um, – that will bring good changes to the program with the recruitment, uh, you know, the attendance at home games, and hopefully they, they play well. But I think overall, you know, I'm, again, I'm, I'm a little with Corey. I'm not – Clemson's a great team, but I honestly think that mark your calendars, guys, for December, Saturday, December 29th, I wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame beats Clemson in uh, Cotton Bowl. I mean, Notre Dame has, I believe, been to 11 Cotton Bowl games. They've won five. Clemson, I don't know how many they've been to or if they've even gone to the Cotton Bowl before. But, again, it's one of those things where, you you know, you don't play a team for an entire season. Last time Notre Dame played Clemson was back in 2015, which is when actually Notre Dame was unbeaten for the beginning of the season. They lost at Clemson in a heartbreaker. It was actually in this crazy weather. It was uh, rain and they failed to con- convert to go send the game to overtime. 
So I think, you know, it's a solid tier for years past. I think Notre Dame is going to win. Um, but, yeah, you know, obviously uh, that was my biggest disappointment. Uh, I guess for me that my Heisman candidate would have to be Kyle Murray. It is interesting because on my end, I don't remember the last time that the Heisman winner, unless something crazy happens, will not be going to the NFL, but instead will be going to another sports league. He's going to be with the Oakland A's. So, you know, he deserves it. I was a little disappointed. It's just for me, you know, I, I, I always hope that whoever wins the Heisman is actually going to stay in football. So I'm a little disappointed by that. Um, my second place candidate is, you know, his season would have gone according to plan and maybe some things would have turned out differently was uh, Will Greer. But, you know, obviously after West Virginia, which we watched the game lost at home to Oklahoma, that's <laughs> the end of West Virginia season. I think Greer will still be a top Heisman candidate. The kid's got an, mm-hmm. an incredible arm. But uh, I don't know if you already mentioned who's your Heisman pick. Yeah, um, I'm going to piggyback off Kyler Murray. Um, you know, I have to say with both the same answers, and it's not scripted. Um, we're talking in different states right now. But, um, you know, Murray's performance, yeah, I mean, maybe, I mean, this may not be true. His decision to, base, uh, to go in baseball could affect his chance for the Heisman. Um, you know, they like to have longevity. I mean, you think of a look at Jason White, for example, when he won Oklahoma. Um, I think that's stunk by USC in the championship game. His NFL career was short-lived. Um, so I do like Murray at, at number one, and Tua did come in second. Um, you know, Tua's had a great season, but that Bama team's already complete as it is. Um, but Murray, he's kind of had to put the team on his back a little bit. Um, you know, Ron Anderson going down. Yeah, they've got great backs and good receivers, but the defense – it's not much compared to Alabama's defense. So I think Murray carries the weight of the team on his shoulders, one on the offense, one on the defense a little bit to, you know, save them in times of trouble. So I think Murray's performance equal to Tua's, but for the, for the severity and the impact of the team, I think it's slight edge to Murray in that regard. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, it'll be exciting to see um, – who wins, and uh, it will be an exciting season. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing who wins the Heisman, um, and uh, it will be it'll be really exciting to see. I mean, the Heisman is always a great step, uh, spectacle, um, and we've seen you know big winners in years past. So there's a lot of just great honor and 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 courage going towards it. Um, and I I always say you know whoever wins the Heisman they they definitely deserve it. So it'll be good to see. Um, quick thing, guys. So I'm, I'm looking at the college playoff football schedule right now. Um, so we have, you know, number two, Clemson playing Notre Dame. That's in the Cotton Bowl on the 29th of December at 4 p.m. The Capital One Orange Bowl will be Notre Dame, uh, sorry, Alabama and Oklahoma. I'm really curious to see how that game turns out. This is really, I think, Oklahoma's time to win the Heisman for almost the school itself. If they want to establish themselves as – they're a great program, but if they want to become, you know, one of the iconic programs now, uh, they need to beat Alabama, and I'm, I'm pulling for Oklahoma. So uh, we could potentially see in my, my dreams come true world for college football, Oklahoma against uh, Notre Dame in the national championship. I think that'd be pretty entertaining because you would finally have knock on wood, 
for the first time in the college playoff era, uh, two teams that haven't been in it yet, the championship. Um, I, I think that, it, again, I've said this time and time again, you really need to have two new teams that are good to show off. And I know that we are talking about it. A lot of people are talking about it after uh, college game day selection show on Sunday. I do think it needs to be an eight playoff uh, playoff series. I think you really need eight teams in it. With what the rankings are right now, which I have to say I'm pleased. I think that you know there there needs to be more of a setup like college basketball. There needs to be the ability where maybe two teams from the same conference, like in Alabama and a Georgia, could be in the top four. I just think that eight teams would be a lot better. Unless, because if not, and if things just keep turning out as they are, we're going to have the same top four teams in. It's going to become pretty uh, repetitive and honestly boring, at least on my end. I don't know if you have any other views on that. On the yeah, um, I agree. Um, and one team that does not get enough credit or um, support is UCF, honestly. If they lose uh, Milton, the kids Milton, in the private championship game, undefeated back, back-to-back seasons, you still put them at eighth in the playoff rankings. I mean, at least put them at seven or six. Um, so, but I want to I want to see that eight team playoff format. Um, you know, the one the per top seed plays the eighth seed, two, seven, three, six, four, five, or hard to mix and match up. Um, I think it'd be more interesting and more intriguing to have those yeah. teams. You know, like don't have a voice or don't get the recognition because they're not top four or they're not yeah. part of the conference. Definitely. You know, so what they get blown out, I mean, I don't think that would happen, but why not have those teams? They're top ten for a reason. Yeah. So you're 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 totally on point. I mean that's that's why and, and I know that you enjoy watching that's why March Madness is so breathtaking and so popular because we've seen in years where Duke has lost in the first round or Loyola Chicago, a team that I had never even heard of, or, um, you know, the team from uh, from Maryland, they make it to the final four of the Sweet 16. So I think you're completely right that it needs to be an eight playoff system or just a different system. And I will say this, look, I, I like how they changed it to a committee as opposed to the strip analytics from the computer. But you know what? I think, you know, there's some bias. I really do. I mean, well, of course. I, I, I texted a buddy. I said, um, if Alabama wasn't ranked at number one, there'd be people that aren't even keeping up with other teams in the country saying the system's wrong, it's rigged. But that's simply not the case. So, and that's not to discredit Alabama or the coaching staff. It's just that they may even need to say, hey, you know, who do we really choose to have as committee members? Because one of the heads or the head of the committee is the AD to Oregon. I, I don't think that you should have a head athletic director from a big-time school on the on the council because then what if your team that you're either residing at for the score or you're still at is in the playoff? I mean, there's obviously going to be bias involved. It's, there's no denying it. So um, I, I think that's an interesting point you make. All right, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll take our final uh, minutes. Uh, to talk about Urban Meyer. So, obviously, I mentioned this way back in, I believe it was September or August, from the beginning. I had a feeling that he was going to leave the school, either from, you know, people inside the administration or on his own accord. I will say, look, I wish him the best of luck. Everybody deserves a second chance. Um, You know, obviously, I'm not too familiar with these health concerns. Hearing it today was really the first time I've been aware of it. 
Um, so I hope he, you know, obviously does okay uh, mentally and, and physically. Uh, but I am disappointed in Urban Meyer with how the situation was handled. Um, you know, he was at Florida. He had success there. He won two national championships. He was able to coach great players like Tim Tebow. Um, but he had situations where there's a uh, there's a famous lawyer who still reside in the area, and he basically got all these players out of jail for Meyer when he was at Florida, and nothing was done. Then he left, and the same type of deal. He, he triggered, you know he said it was his health. He needs to be with his family. He takes a year or two off, then he goes to Ohio State where he wins a national championship again, has great success. I believe he only had about eight losses at Ohio State as a coach. And he was also a mentor to great players like T.J. Barrett um, and now Haskins and the same type of deal. So obviously I think either way it's good that something was done. Um, I... You know, it's it's good that he did it on his own. You know, I was actually still a little disappointed because I would have liked to maybe have had a joint press conference between a member of the school like the AD and Meyer, where they both were taking into account that they that both parties handled the situation in the wrong sort of fashion. I don't. If you're Ohio State, this doesn't mean that your slate's clean. I don't care who the new coach is. I think a lot of people still want to see meaningful action come out of what can be done now to prevent this and maybe what can be done to strengthen, you know, ties with the community um, because one coach isn't going to solve the problem. And it's something the school and obviously Myers, they're going to always have to live with. Um, but I will have to say the only thing that I am surprised about is that he says he's completely done with coaching. Um he may be right, and, and, and he's worked hard, so he, I'm sure, has the financial ability to either maybe not have to work again or take a solid five or four years off where he can live life comfortably and then maybe get a part-time job or do voluntary work, which may be the case. But I, I could still see him returning. It may be at a small Division One school, Division Two, maybe coach a peewee football league, um, I'm sure there's going to be a 30 for 30 made by ESPN about this whole situation. I can just see it now, you know, turning on the TV with something about the rise and fall of Meyer, um, or killed two schools with Florida and Ohio State. But, you know, in the end, I, I, I hope he, he recovers. Uh, maybe this will be a good time for him to do some self-reflecting because obviously with coaching, it's a very tough job. It's not easy. And there's times where I'm sure coaches lose sight of what they're trying to do, maybe what their own personal goals are, and now he can really step away from the game. So that that's my take. What do you have to say, Corey? Is that yeah, uh, well said, and I agree on most points. Um, again, I don't think – I think he's 54, 55 years old. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So he's got it left in him. Um, yep. So – I do agree. I, I do am sort of I'm sure about the medical concerns. I know he had it back in when he was at Florida. Um, and he took some time off with it, and it's kind of creeping up on again. But I do think the whole case with uh, the assistant um, that sort of slammed his career a bit and sort of put a different uh, perspective on him. And I did have I do think it has some effect to announce um, his retirement. From yeah. football, completely football. Um, again, that's still surprising. I don't think he's done. I mean, maybe he does say he did this when he was in Florida. Right. Um, he's still young, though. 
I mean, yeah. yeah, he's old enough. But to those coaches, you know, look at Bill Snyder, Kansas State. What a legend. He retired yeah. 39 years old. Yeah, credit Myers, to him. You know, 20, over 20 years younger. Yeah. So why can't he coach? So right, right. It's a good it point. It is help, maybe. But I do think that that the whole case that happened has put a different thing on him. So maybe he'll take a step back, sort of hide in the scenes a bit. Um, and think about it. If they're wait, about to win, play in the Rose Bowl, had a great season, you know, didn't make a college football playoff, but great season, great success, why would you step down? Right. Is it not really that concerning? Right. Yeah, if yeah. Been I mean, I, putting it yeah. on for this time, you know. Right. You can do it if you just – but there's yeah, some other elements to it. Exactly. I mean, or the worst case scenario for him in, in the terms of career is that, you know, he joins CBS or he does a, a TV show. But I don't know if that's really possible because of what he went through off the field. I don't I don't think that any network would really want to take that on unless they mm. fully understood that our ratings may be affected or, you know, he is uh, – or he'll come on our show and, mm. and when he starts off, he'll say, I completely apologize. I, I just want to present – what's relevant now and not have it focused on you, which would be the right thing to do on his part. So, yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens. I'm sure books will be written. Um, you know, look, it's not to say, again, if you take everything else out of the equation, I do agree he's one of the greatest coaches, of, especially this generation. His winning percentage as a, as a career, if he officially is done, is over 800, um, which is, I think, third in the FBS right now. So he's, a, he's had a very successful career. That's, that's oh, no doubt. Yeah. to take away from. Um, but yeah, so guys, uh, some other stuff sort of to remind you, the national championship is on a Monday, which I had, I wish it was on a weekend, but it is a Monday from, uh, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California. That's at 8 p.m. on ESPN. Um, there's plenty more bowls. You know, the bowl season is one of my favorites. It's really the March Madness of college football. There are still good games to watch that may, you know, have some lower heights to it. The Chick-fil-A Bowl is between Florida and Michigan. Um, we have the Camping World Bowl between West Virginia and Syracuse. That should be pretty entertaining. Um, actually, yeah, and then the Rose Bowl uh, is between Washington and Ohio State. I'm obviously going to pull for uh, Washington. Um, I think it's actually the first time or one of the first occurrences where the Rose Bowl is officially not having two teams from the Pac-12, which is pretty cool. Um so we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at that. And then, obviously, the Sugar Bowl, which should be very entertaining, actually. One of the best in my mind is number 15, Texas, against number 5, Georgia. And that's at Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. So uh, go the go to the Jazz City. That's a great – should be a great time. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great college football season overall. This isn't the end, but we're going to – you know, it's not the end of my takes on college football. We'll see more. Um, I was pleased. I, I couldn't have asked for a better year in my predictions. I was 105 wins for 37 losses. Woo! Which, uh, yeah. Shout out. I, I guess practice makes perfect. Feels pretty good. Um, so, guys, just to let you know, the format after college football season is going to be a special Major League Soccer take for the championship this weekend. We'll do some postseason college uh uh, postseason NFL, we'll move into college basketball. We're going to have a special March Madness uh, month uh, trio. Uh, we'll be then be moving on to hockey, baseball. We'll be doing every sport. We'll do some tennis. we got to give some tennis to Corey. Um, I will probably be on the road a few more times. I'm going to try and get to McDaniel College. Shout out Green Terra to do maybe a take with Corey 
on the court before a match, maybe to do like a nice little one-on-one uh, reflection on his career there with playing on the on the court, which would be kind of cool to incorporate the physical setting. Uh, and then we'll we'll watch a match, and maybe I'll interview some people post post matches for men's and women's or either either or. Um, again, thank you. This has been a great podcast. It's going to continue. I'm now sponsored, which is pretty cool. Again, uh, shout out to Anchor and Any Day Rose for giving me full sponsorship. Please call, email me with any questions. You can find me again on iTunes, Spotify, other platforms. I do have a question for you. Yeah, of course. All right. Uh, well, not a question, but a shout out. Um, my, my dad, John Hopkins Football, they play in the National Semifinals Final Four against Mountain Union, one of the best teams in, Ooh, in the history of college football. This oh, yeah. Is, uh, on the 14th. Um, there we go. So, actually, no, excuse me, not the 14th, whatever the Friday, the September Friday is. Well, the 14th is championship, the Stag Bowl. Yep, that's the uh, uh, Friday. Yeah, so uh, they play this week, uh, I think the Saturday this week, um, at Mountain Union. So, right. I'm going to pull for Hopkins, make the upset. I haven't go to the championship. Um, a college in the state of Maryland, a university, rather. So, pull for Hopkins. Shout out to Hopkins football. Uh, yeah. Take down Mountain Union. Again, that's a historic D3 program, too. When D3 football yeah. really looked at yeah. Mountain Union and Purple Raiders. When yeah, they're, Hopkins is a great program. Corey's a legend team, so. within himself. Corey's got a great dad. He's a, a legend. I've seen an old photo of him when he was on the football team. Yeah, Hopkins yeah. is a great program. I always pull for them uh, in the NCAAs for lacrosse because they te- technically represent the sports conference that our college was in. Yeah. So uh, I know that we always uh, will never forget that game where they beat Duke uh, in at really home, which is pretty incredible. I, I think uh, they won a score about nine to eight. Hopkins was down until the final goal to win it, which was pretty remarkable. Yeah, I think that was at the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. that's right. That was pretty. That was a pretty. Uh, that was a beautiful game, man. Wow. So again, this was Check Sports, brought to you by Anchor and Any Day Rose. I will catch you guys next time. Have a great rest of the week. Be safe. Be happy. Happy Hanukkah to everybody, and uh, I'll catch you next time. Corey, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me again. I hope you be on the air soon again. All right, peace.